This is the When We Relate podcast with your host, Will Fleming. This podcast is a place for regular folks like you and me to talk about life, music, entertainment, faith, sports, and everything in between. The purpose is simple, to show the world that the more we talk, the more we all see how much we actually relate in different ways. Yes, 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 yes. So thank y'all for joining us on this Saturday uh, evening, afternoon, wherever you're at right now. Um, we are all in the crib. And if you're not in the crib, um, you need to be in the crib. Um, so we was going to actually do this uh, earlier in the week. Then we was going to do it last night. Then we was going to push it off again. But we was like, yeah, let's just go ahead and do it. So again, thank y'all for joining us. This is the When We Relate podcast. And um, this is our first time, first time on Facebook Live, man. Q, how you feel about that, bro? I love it, man. It's, it's feeling real red table talkish right yeah. now, so I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to, you know, make it a little elegant, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Just hop on and um, just jump in front of the Facebook Live and just start talking. But I was like, hey, why don't we actually make this cool? So this is what we're doing, man. Again, thank y'all for joining us, um, bro. Let's let's start the conversation, man. Um, the NBA has what are we re- talking? Yeah, you know I mean, uh, the, the NBA has returned um, as of well, technically as of Thursday, right? Um, I know we have right. some scrimmage games or whatever, but officially speaking, the real games for seeding and all that stuff started on Thursday uh, with the Lakers. Uh, versus the Clippers. Shout out to Bronny and them boys. We knew we was gonna blow them out, even though it was by one point. Um, and hey. um, who was the who was the other game? New Orleans and um, the Jazz. Uh, the uh, yes. Yep. Yeah, Rudy Gobert and yeah. Word, 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 word. Man, how you feel about it, bro? Mm-hmm. How was the? Um, what's your take on those few games? I know we had some last night, bro, but. How you feel, man? Is it does it feel weird watching it or what? You know what I was pleasant is number one, it was just emotional having NBA back. That's right. Man. When I with like the moment of sitting down on my couch, looking at my TV, hearing hearing the, the announcers and you know what I'm saying talking and they're about to tip it off, they're about to jump it up, was just it was it was necessary, bro. If it was one of the honestly, it was one of the first moments throughout the pandemic where it felt like something was going better. You know what I'm saying? Like Word. something's actually going. You know what I mean? Like yeah, finally something is going well. Like you know, for the world. You know what I mean? I feel like that was a, a very positive moment. Um, the games was good, real good games. There was a lot of storylines in the games, man. You got the storyline of Zion Williamson and the minutes restriction. Ooh. You got the story. of of, of Rudy Gobert, aka Mr. Corona in the NBA, everybody kind of treated him like the black sheep. Time out, time you know out, man. I mean? You just call my man Mr. <laughs> Mr. That's what everybody <laughs> was treating him as, man. He was like, he was patient zero. He was, he was. He was I was patient tell- zero, bro. It, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I, tell me if you agree on this. When he got the Corona, bro, because I remember right before it happened. You know, we was like, oh, black people can't get the coronavirus. And it was a whole bunch of just crazy stuff out there. But as soon as he got it, I really feel like everything just starts shutting down. Literally. It fell apart, bro. Like, it went like NBA, like, literally, like, seeing the players get ran off the court was like, wait a minute. (laughs) There was some speech jam, like, like the jokes was going, and then, and then Rudy got it right after, like, touching all the microphones and all that. And that was really bad. Yeah. That was really bad. But then Spider got it. Then Donovan Mitchell got it. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh. Because, like, in my mind, it was like, boom, you can get it from touching stuff, for real. Real. And you can get it from people that you're around, for real. Like, Rudy Rudy Gobert got it, and his boy that sits in the locker in the locker room next to him got it. Like, for real. It's not a game. It's not a game. From that point on, it's just been quarantine and, and... Twitter jokes every second. <laughs> <laughs> bro, every every second, man. And and what's wild is um I remember like you, bro. I remember we was I was watching the game and like you said, they ran off the court, they had the whole hoopla. 
Um, but as as bad as it sounds, bro, um, and my boy Melvin said exactly. Shout out to Melvin. Uh, Arnold, he's on this mug, man. Um, as soon as it happened, bro, I was like, okay, it's about to get real. Like, if it isn't already. Um, I think for me, I was a week out from going. I don't know if I went to, um, gosh, I don't know if we went out of the country before it or after it. I cannot remember. But I was just like, all right, the NBA about to shut down. Okay, everybody about to shut down, literally. And, and just like it, it really did. It really did. Um, yeah, all the way. Yeah, bro. So with that, man, um, now that we got it back, I got a serious question for you, bro. Who's who's taking it all this year? I got the Lakers, bro. Lake Show. Lake Show? Lake Show? Can you, okay. can you see me? Can you see I, me? Why would I can ask? you see me clearly? <laughs> why would I ask him that? He got the Lakers hat on. I didn't even realize it. Listen, man, listen, man, listen. There's a, it takes a very specific, I guess for lack of a better word, formula to defeat LeBron. <laughs> Real. Like, you're not going to, you're not going to beat LeBron by playing good basketball. That's not, that's, everybody play good basketball. That's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, you have to add on now, LeBron has never really, really lost with, uh, Anthony da- Anthony Davis caliber player on his team. I mean, he hasn't had a lot, but he had Dwayne Wade. You know what I'm saying? Word. I don't think we anybody's expecting the early LeBron Dallas meltdown again. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. So the only so the only thing that you really have to bank on is Giannis, right? The Greek freak, cool. But here's the way I see it. That with Giannis, you're going to have to. Giannis is going to have to outscore LeBron. Fact. That is not going to. Happen. It's not going to happen because he's not going to be able to guard LeBron. Like no. that's not that's not a good that's not the matchup. That's not going to happen. So he's going to have to make himself. He's going to have to score so much to where four times he makes it to where Anthony Davis can't score a lot or, or is the focal point. I, I don't like, what do you like? What do you do? How do you stop LeBron and Anthony Davis as John is specifically? Yeah. Because you're not going to Chris Middleton your way into a championship. No, you're not. <laughs> don't try it. You're not. Hey, you're man. not. Shout out to Chris Middleton, man. <laughs> Love him. Not going to champ. You're not. No, bro. You're not going to get a championship like that. He's a great player. Facts. Not against Bron. Yeah, no, I I, guess, I, I agree, man. I I tell you what, man. I I wasn't a fan of the Bucks for a while, and it's not because it's not because of Giannis. It's not because of I was. It's just like the Bucks. You know what I mean? Like sound boring, exactly. You know, what I mean? it's, it's just the Bucks. Exactly. But I can say, man, I just watched their game. Um, God, what is was it last night? No, right. They played last night. They played, they last played night, the Celtics, right? right? I think so. I can't yeah, remember. They edged the Celtics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And I watched that game, man. And the one thing that I will say that they have different, uh, not different, but that they match up well. Let's say that they match up well with the Lakers with is their size. Um, yeah. They got the Lopez twins, right? They got mm-hmm. Anthony. I, mean, I said Anthony Davis. Um, Giannis, who's playing literally mm-hmm. every position on the floor. Um, they got your boy, um, Godly. What's the point guard name, bro? He played with the uh, Cavs too. Hill? George Hill. George Hill. Um, they mm-hmm. got Cal Corver, uh, Eric Blesso. So they got a squad. On paper, they Definitely. got a squad. I think they have the best chance to beat the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Do I think they'll beat the Lakers? Not at all. Um, Mm-hmm. It's just too much experience on the Lakers. Milwaukee hasn't, you know, had a chance to go to uh, that caliber of uh, play. It's different though, because every mm-hmm. arena at this point or every game is uh, there's no home court advantage, right? Mm-hmm. I heard the announcers talking about that the other day, and that's real. Like it's literally no yeah. home court advantage. But um, yeah, man, if I had to say, I will say the Lakers will be taking it. So off. what about the Clips though? <sighs> um. You know what, bro? I had to come to terms yesterday or on, on Thursday when I when I was texting you, bro. And as much as I wanted that to be a, a blowout, it really wasn't. 
I mean, obviously it was a one point game, you know what I mean? But yep. um just just how they matched up was was not a blowout at all. And we can yep. kind of say it could be because of Russ, everybody been out, you know, um because of corona, whatever. But bro, they they not a hard, they not an easy team to beat, man. Especially when you got Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard playing to their caliber. It's it's really hard to beat them. I agree. I agree. Um, but the Clippers are, they are a mansion, in my opinion, they're a mansion built on a sand foundation. Mm. If you have to depend to get to the championship, if you have to depend on Montrezl Harrell and Lou Williams giving you 40 combined four times, <laughs> four times? Yeah. Because people were talking about how they didn't have Montrez and they didn't have Lou, right? Real. And they was yeah. like, but and the Lakers and the Lakers still only won by one point, right? Facts. LeBron had sixteen. Facts. It conference finals, LeBron will give you sixty. <laughs> Facts. Speak on it. And unlike the and unlike the Clippers, LeBron can give you sixty and AD can still give you forty. Yeah. Totally opposite. Yeah. Whereas Paul George and Kawhi, they have a 60-point sliding scale. Uh-huh. Give Paul George 30, you can give Kawhi 30. Yeah. Give Paul George 40, you got to give Kawhi 20. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So because they play so, they play so well, they play, they play together and they play similar positions. But one thing that I saw that LeBron did in the, in, the, in, the, in the Clippers game that they just played that was genius that I feel like a lot of people don't pay attention to or don't know if you don't know basketball in depth is LeBron gave it to Anthony Davis 150 times. I'm making that number up. But that was because LeBron was being guarded by Paul George, excellent defender. Facts. Kawhi Lennon, excellent, excellent defender. Right? Facts. Not to say LeBron can't score on these guys, but if I'm being guarded by Kawhi Leonard, whether I'm Michael Jordan, Kobe, or LeBron, if I'm being guarded by Kawhi Leonard and my second best player is being guarded by Joakim Noah after being out for 150 days, (laughs) who am I giving the ball to? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let me just do the easy thing. Give him – go all night. You got Joakim Noah and I don't even know what the white dude name is. Guarding you. Go all night. I don't have to score. Go all night. Go off, sis. I mean, go crazy. <laughs> That's real. Right? Yeah. What are you what are they gonna do? Montrez Harold's gonna be the difference? That's what's gonna change that what happened that time? You because Montrez Harold's gonna come in and lock him up. Bro, they put too much pressure on, on Montrez or Montrez Harold, bro. Like, don't get me wrong, he's a good player, you know, but I think that was the biggest thing I heard. Um Post game was oh we didn't have her oh we didn't have Lou Will come on man you know what I mean like if anything what would have happened was it would have been less points for Paul and those points mm-hmm. would have just been replaced by Lou it's not like mm-hmm. you know people don't think when it, when or people don't think about um, the the obvious like plugging someone in that's a scorer doesn't make the point go up it only replaces it by the person that was scoring when they were out you know what i mean right. like is are they you know they share the low so mm-hmm. with that man um one other thing the lakers didn't have much of that they have a lot of right now is scoring um bringing in yeah, waiters. oh my god bro Dion waiters and jr smith are the two best acquisitions that any team has made all all season Literally. I care what no one else say. Close. Yeah. They, they have to be Lakers next year. And they probably yep. won't, you know. But mm-hmm. that's a big thing too, man. Um, so I think I we think both- um one other thing just about the about the Lakers and Clippers situation, one thing that I think is gonna be important now, like you were talking about J.R. Smith and, and uh Deion Waiters, this was a low scoring game, right? Right. But it may like when it comes down to playing in the in the, in the playoffs, you're gonna have to go. You're gonna have to win a series, right? Word. So you need guys. You need guys that can help you help you win a single game. Somebody who could ignite and go off and win you one game out of nowhere. LeBron's gonna win you one game. Kawhi, I mean not Kawhi, but uh, uh, Anthony Davis is gonna win you one game. Mm-hmm. They're gonna win one game just playing good basketball as a team. And you need one more. Right. Deion Waiters can give you that. Danny Green can give you that. J.R. Smith can give you that. On the other side, Lou Williams can give you that. But if you put Lou Williams in that game, 
he's going to have to guard somebody. Yeah. And Lou Williams can't guard J.R. Smith. He can't guard Deion Waiters. Or you can go with um, Patrick Beverly, who can't score. And it's just going to be – you're going to lose a lot of points every minute Patrick Beverly's on the floor. Word. So that's going to be – in a series, that's going to be a downfall. He's gonna, you're going to need that. You're going to need those points. So you either play Patrick Beverly and Lou Will together and hope the scoring evens out or take Pat Bev out and just have a shootout. So, yeah. But then again, luckily they got Doc Rivers, so, I mean, they'll yeah, figure bro. it out. Anything with Doc Rivers, you can't count him out, period. Shout out to the GOAT, Doc Rivers. For, he Doc hasn't Rivers. won anything in a long time. But whatever, yeah. <laughs> Hey man, I, I think I think we have a very interesting um, season on our hands. I think the obvious choice for Western Conference Finals will be uh, the Lakers versus the uh, uh, Clippers, and then Eastern Conference uh, Giannis and them boys versus. Honestly, I don't know, bro. I want to say the Raptors. Shout out to Fred VanVleet, um, but I don't know. I don't know, bro. The, it's kind of hard to say on the eastern side. You can say the Sixers hey. easily. You can say hey. you can say Miami. You know what I mean? Hey. Like it's hey. a lot of teams. Listen bro. to me. <laughs> Relax on that Western Conference, bro. Relax. Okay. <laughs> Mark my words. On this podcast, it's recorded. Save this word. If the Clippers gotta go the wrong way to Uh-oh. get to the conference finals, they might not make it. Oh, speak on. Do you remember the curse, the 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 like the grip LeBron had on the Raptors in the Eastern Conference? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Every year. I personally have noticed a similar twinge from Paul George against the Blazers. Paul George didn't show up last year, bro. Not like that. He he, Not like he really that, didn't show up man. at all. Paul George has he's a I mean okay let me he, Paul George if he ends his career on the same traje- trajectory he's eking into a Hall of Fame career so he's dead nice yeah but I don't I haven't seen a lot of clutch Paul George nah I haven't seen a lot I've seen clutch Kawhi one season where yeah. everything went his way facts. I've seen clutch Damian Lillard a lot. Yeah. So if and and the Blazers are fighting for eight or seven, so what if what if the Clippers got to go face the Blazers in the first round? They'll they'll probably they'll 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 get past them, but you got to go play the Mavericks right after that. That's not an easy like it could go bad. That's what I'm saying. It could go bad. It's not an easy route in the West at all. Don't pay them. The Mavs, when you got Trey Burke giving you 28 Boy. off the bench, <laughs> you got a problem, man. You have a real problem on your hands. Hey, it took everything James Harden had to get rid of them in overtime. Didn't they go in, in overtime? I think they, overtime. Yeah, they went in overtime. They shouldn't have won. They shouldn't have won. They shouldn't have won. It was a tip-in. It really was. It really that was. That sent it to overtime. They should not have won that game. Facts. James Harden had to intentionally miss a free throw, poetically, by the way, <laughs> a terrible box out and a tip in. Otherwise, it was curtains. And James Harden had almost 50. He what? How many did he have? I think he had. 46? Uh, he 40, had 49. 49. 49 points. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Russell Westbrook is trying his best to to decrease his trade stock as much as possible. Who's that? Russell Westbrook. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bruh, you got to do something fast. He's not producing. I know it's hard to do when you got James Harden taking all the shots, but you got to do something. You got to do something. You got to do something. It's kind of hard, though, right? Like, you got two ball hogging um, players in a sense that one, on one individuals. Yeah, and they both do excellent with the ball, um, but it's only one ball on the court at one time. You got to spread. If I was if I was coach, I'm spreading their minutes out where they start in the game together, but they're basically uh, on the court uh, at a minimum so that one of them can yeah. always be the floor general at one point, rather it's with the bench or yeah. with the starters. But um, 
I mean, you can't have Westbrook and Harden on the floor at the same time. You can, but you can't. But don't. Yeah, but don't. But don't. <laughs> yeah, but don't. But don't. <laughs> but don't. But no, to your point, you, man, that's that's a good so, point. Yeah. Quick question. Yes, sir. Matchup-wise in the West, if you're the Lakers, who do you want? If you're the Clippers, who do you want? Like, let's just do, like, first round. First two rounds. First round, second round. Okay. Um, and I have the standings right here if you want them. Yeah, I'm I'm pulling them up as we speak right now. Oh, we forgot about Memphis. They're so hungry. Hey, listen. Woo! Hey, Memphis is not to be played with at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, unfortunately though, it's going to be either Memphis or uh, Portland. They're not both going to make it. Let's see. Eh. Uh. Oh man, it's that hey, that last spot is 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 hard. You got the Suns, Kings, Pelicans, Spurs, and Blazers, bro, that pretty much have uh, identical records. Obviously the Blazers have they're two games up from the Spurs and uh the Pelicans mm-hmm. and the Kings, but mm-hmm. ooh. I don't know if I'm the Lakers if I want to have a first round with the Grizzlies. I would rather have the Grizzlies if I'm the Lakers. Let's put it like that. Then the Blazers? Hell yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want no parts of playoff game. No, I no don't. No matter who I am. I don't. I, please play the Clippers. Please. Just get them off my but, radar now. But uh, that Mavericks-Clippers series is going to be a barn burner. They're both two small, shoot-the-lights-out, deep-bench teams. Yeah, it's going to be hard, man. Yo, I, I'm going I'm I'm to have a hot take. I would not oh, be surprised if, if the Mavs won in seven. If it gets to seven, the Mavs will probably win. Ooh, hot take. Hey, Talk hey if, it. if it gets to seven, the Mavs might win. Because, yeah, listen, bro, they have – they're such an underdog team that knows how to play with each other that it's scary. Right? Like, you know what Kawhi going to bring you. You know what Paul George going to bring you. Bro, I don't care if you were Skip Bayless uh, and or Michael Jordan, bro. Can nobody tell me that Trey Burke was going to give you 28? You want to know why? Because I didn't even know he was on the Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> I was not. I would Bet me money. I would have not been able to tell you the, the, the team he plays for. Yeah, bro. No, like, seriously, bro. When, when I looked at the stats, I was like, 28 from who? Trey Burke, it's no, that, they got, he got that, that looks familiar. Who is that guy? Yeah, he sounds extremely familiar. But that's the point, right? Yeah. Like they have such a a humble team, bro. Like they might be the humblest team in the in the league. Like I love Luca, bro. Definitely in the running. Yeah, oh for sure. I love Luca, man. Luca is because he he's not afraid Ball. to give somebody else the spotlight, but he also knows how to turn it on too. Like, he cup-feeding yeah. Trey Burke last night, bro, which is yeah. – you don't see that a lot, especially from yeah. a scorer like himself. He could have easily had 40 points last night, easily. Yeah. You know? And, but, I mean, if you look at it, the makeup of the Dallas Mavericks is one that is built to give teams like the Clippers problems. Think right. about it. They got Luka. Um, they got the big center, Boban. He's, like, eight feet tall. And they got Porzingis. Yep. So you're going to have to have Joe Kim Noah out there. You're going to have to have Marquise Morris out there. You're going to have to have uh, all your bigs are going to have to come are going to have to play and they're going to all have to guard. Then they got Seth Curry. They play the wing. So they got a lot of spread. Yep. Tim Hardaway Jr. is a, is a, is a very ball dominant guard. He can handle the ball. He can. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's, he's, he's a big, he's a bigger guy, but he can handle the ball and shoot the rock. So, I mean, it's not no. It's not a wash, bro. Like, bro, like it's not. You don't want to have to go through them. You don't. You don't. I don't know if I. And then. Yeah, no. Nah. Go ahead. Yeah, no. Nah, I I wouldn't want to go through the Mavs, bro. The Western Conference, honestly, is extremely tough this year. People thought that. Uh, I mean, but they've always been for the most part. Um, People thought that LeBron leaving the East was like, oh, he can't. I mean, everybody in the East, weak, right? Okay, 
Now he's the number one seed in the West. I don't care if he got Anthony Davis. He's always had someone on his team that was top 10 in the league. Uh, let's just be honest. Yeah. Right? Um, when he yeah, when he when he's in this position, yeah. Yeah, 1,000%. Uh, so just having Anthony Davis just proves the point that he is who he is. Um, so real quick, man, I want to take a quick break here. Uh, if you're watching – uh, once again, thank you for joining the When We Relate podcast. We're live right now on Facebook Live. If you're watching right now, man, go ahead and give me a thumbs up in the comment section. I just want to make sure that we have people here. There we go. There we go. Yes, 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 yes. Who we got on with us right now? I'm about to give some shout outs right now. Before we go into our next little talk here, I'm sharing again just in case anybody wants to hop on. Yeah. When we relate podcasts, we are live streaming on Facebook at the current moment. Um, so, what I would love to talk about in just a second, we're going to allow a few more people to come back on. What I love to talk about, man, is, and we kind of talked about it offline, um, mm -hmm. is the NBA and social justice. The NBA and social justice. That's cute. It's cute. <laughs> I couldn't wait to talk about it with you, bro. Won't you tell the people real quick, man, while we while we um, allow some more people to come on? Tell them you you was telling me that in college you were the president of, and what college you went to? I went to Seattle Pacific University. It's a small uh, free Methodist. It's a Christian college up in Seattle, Washington, where I'm from. Um, I was the president of the Black Student Union there. I also founded, like created the Black Student Union at my high school um, in Tacoma, Washington. Um, obviously when I was in high school there. Uh, so I've always been very... People call me radicalized when it comes to those types of things, um, truth be told. But you know, always been very involved. Um, I, I don't, I don't know if I call myself quote unquote an activist necessarily, but I'll definitely get in the way if you know if some stuff doesn't seem right, or you know if I feel like things are not uh, the way they should be. Uh, I always, obviously, just like this, I enjoy talking about these types of things, uh, educating people. I'm a lot more Malcolm than Martin. You know what I'm saying mm -hmm. when it comes to issues and the way I perceive things, which is why uh, I did what I did with the Black Student Union and things like that. I wanted to create spaces to be, you know, authentically black. I wanted to create spaces for black people specifically rather than being all inclusive like everybody always wants to be. It's like, let's all be, mm, I'm like, no, let's, you know, we need a black space. So, um, so there's that. Um, but yeah, you, as far as the NBA, we segue in. Yeah, yeah, why, why not? It's the perfect time, man. So um, the league has put a obvious spotlight on social justice, right? Um, you got players that are uh, able to put different uh, quotes on the back of their uh, jerseys. Um, I remember when they were in the talks for doing it, uh, they were thinking about doing like the Breonna Taylors and, um, you know, being able to put real names, but I think there was like some legal issue that they couldn't. So they're putting different things like uh, equality and Black Lives Matter, of course. Um, and then the league has actually a um, huge, if you haven't already seen one of the new games since the NBA has been back, please go and check it out. It's a fantastic um, um, production that's happening. Our, our yeah. Their production team has done a fantastic job on making sure that we're not losing the uh, essence of just being on. Um, I'm sorry, the the NBA being on uh, live. It's it's really cool what yeah. they've done. Exactly uh, so, pleasing is how I consider what I call it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I'd love to play this quick video, man, from the uh, first game of the season between the Lakers and the Clippers. Um, the team actually all participated in kneeling. And um, it was pretty, pretty interesting. We just played a quick video of 
um, the opening sequence, well, not sequence, but how they opened up the game between the Lakers and Clippers. Uh, all players were locking arms um, and uh, kneeling. And I know um, kneeling has been one of the uh, rather touchy subjects between uh, fans and uh, non-fans alike, uh, you know, regarding if it's the right thing or not to do. Uh, regardless of anyone's uh, take on that, what I personally love to see was uh, the unity, man. You saw every player, every coach, every team trainer uh, locked arms together, man, uh, showing a sense of uh, unity through this um, rather um, strange time that we're in, to say the least. So um, coming from yourself, man, how did you feel and not with just that, but just in, in an overall sense, how do you feel the NBA is doing with uh, displaying social justice or, or more so putting a spotlight on it? Yeah, um, I go back and forth. Um, there's a lot of, lot to consider. So on one hand, uh, I believe that all of the efforts to acknowledge and to make things, uh, you know, a part of their operations, like the Black Lives Matter on the court and the jersey names, things like that. Those are all important things. Those are all things that can al- that allow people that normally would be able to ignore these issues to, to you know have to think about them if they want to engage. So the normal basketball fan that doesn't want to be a part of those type of issues now is faced with them kind of head on, which in in some ways is great, you know, for the people who need the information in some ways it's a little bit um it's a little bit difficult for people who want to use the, the the basketball time to uh you know remove themselves from the the turmoil of the world as a black man obviously we're continu- we're continuously faced with those types of issues and those types of uh hashtags and those uh, taglines and slogans all the time so to, to watch basketball and see it some people might consider that you know, the time where they wanted or needed a break. And I know that was one thing that Kyrie specifically said that was a reason he didn't want to play. Right. He didn't want anything to be a distract to be able to be a distraction. So I go back and forth with that. Um, but the way I feel about the NBA when it comes to social justice is actually a little bit outside of the realm of what they're doing now. I just, number one, I appreciate the way the NBA has kind of loosened the reins on their players. I mean, it's obviously not perfect. It's obviously not a situation where they'll, they're going to let the players do whatever they want. But I remember the David Stern, Allen Iverson Chronicles, you know what I mean? Word. Where Word. you got to wear this type of suit and you can't wear your jewelry and you got to do this and that. And, you know, they look down on Allen Iverson for the tattoos. Like, Allen Iverson took a lot of a beating, a lot of abuse so that we could be where we are today with the tunnel fashion and with the, 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 uh, you know, expressions and the tattoos and guys like, you know, guys that are like that, like that's, that was not a okay before, but I, I can I gotta applaud the NBA and their ability to, um, you know, to, to modernize for lack of a better word, you know, to kind of, kind of come along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Unfortunately, though, like so many things when it comes to businesses and companies that, that like this, it still seems pretty uh, – it still seems like it has a ceiling. Awesome. Um, I don't know if we're going to see any changes with ownership. Are we going to see any changes with front office? You know what I'm saying? Are we going to see any – even any more coaches? You know what I mean? Like we're uh, – they're. I feel like the NBA is more progressive and they look good next to the NFL. They look good next to MLB. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, we still only have one female coach in the NBA uh, for the Spurs. You know what I mean? It's like we they're, they're doing things, you know what I'm saying? But the ceiling seems to still be there. As much Black Lives Matter and Compton Kids Club as they put, like, it would be nice if we could get a few more black owners. You know what I'm saying? Other than Michael. It'd be nice if, if you know what I'm saying, we can get a few more in the head front office. You know what I'm saying? It'd be nice – um, those types of things, I think. But I do want to acknowledge that they're doing a lot better um, in a lot of ways. I do credit that. And I don't want people to – I'm not trying to be negative, but I don't want people to give credit where it's not due. I the NBA it. has a really good players association. 
Facts. Led by um, some really key names. Absolutely. Yeah, I think Chris Paul is the president. Chris Paul, yep. Yeah. Really good players association. They have really good representation in the NBA when it comes to uh, managers, Rich Paul, and, um, you know, um, agencies and things like that. They have really good agencies. They're very uh, visible. When it comes to those types of things, so it makes these guys, it gives these guys a lot more opportunity to do things rather than quote unquote shut up and dribble. You know what I'm saying? Like they have a lot more autonomy because they're more holistic. They don't look like, like NFL players, besides a few guys, look like just NFL players. Right. Most NBA guys don't. They, you know, they do everything. You know what I'm saying? They're they got the agencies and they got the this and they got the that. You know what I'm saying? Even retired guys, retired NFL players, go away. Yeah, NBA players, you know, you got uh, Kevin Garnett trying to buy the Timberwolves. You have uh, a couple guys, t- Tracy McGrady, starting at a representation group, you know, agency yeah, where he can Jermaine represent O'Neal. players. Yeah, they do things. Mm-hmm. So I think I just think basketball is doing a little bit better than a lot of other sports. But uh, I do kind of wish that ceiling would crack a little bit just to get some of them to get some of the money passed around um, when it comes after being a player or outside of the players. I couldn't agree with you more, Manny, and very well said. Um, and that's that's something that we talked about on our uh, second episode uh, in regards to just the you know number of black owners and just the number of. Um, the lack of the lack of representation representation for sure i felt like i was looking for another word but i I think that is the best way to put it is just the the lack of representation uh for some of the more uh in authority positions if you will um so um i do want to shout out adam silverman i think that um they're when you look at other leagues, when you look at the MLB, when you look at um, the WWE, I can't believe I just said the WWE. It's not a sport. Um, really? Shout out to The Rock for President 2024. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stone Cold as his um, as his vice president. Right, mate. Yeah. But when you look at these other leagues, man, you can tell that the NBA is doing it right. And not just on social justice, but even with COVID, like the way that they, the fact that they have a bubble, bro, that works speaks like volumes. Like I think for the second time, bro, since the bubble was created, um, there's been zero cases, bro. And I've zero cases. That's wild. Like I've been watching, um, JaVel McGee. Um, the other guy plays for the, uh, Philadelphia 76ers. And a couple other players mm-hmm. that have been vlogging their experience down there, bro. And it's just like, it's very, very, very interesting to see that this is working. And what I love to see more is that players like Tobias Harris and um, a couple other players from the 76ers, they recorded their conversation that they were having with their team staff about like, mm-hmm. listen, I know y'all trying to do something with social justice, but it needs to be more. Like, there needs to be more conversations. Like, uh, I wish I had the clip to play. It's, 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 it was pretty powerful in regards to just see that players are not, like, okay with it. Like, they're not just like, yeah, I'm just ready to dribble, right? Like, they're actually yep. like, we want to see more. So, um, huge shout-out to the NBA, man. They're doing it the right way. And um, I agree. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I do want to ask anyone that's that's watching right now, if you're watching right now and you're still with this, I can't blow. Can you believe we've almost been on for an hour? Bro, time flies when you're having fun, man. Bro, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Um, if you're 45 watching, minutes of like, like nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I would love to hear some of your thoughts. Um, if, you, if you're watching and you have some type of thought or something like that in regards to just the NBA, in regards to social justice, Plug it into the comment section. We're going to address those live. We're going to address those live. Um, we'll give you just a second to um, mm-hmm. post your stuff. This is the When We Relate podcast. What's up, brother? I was going to say, while we wait for the, um, for, the, for the comments to come in, I'm just wondering, uh, any top plays, top performers, or anything like that from the first couple of games that stuck, that stuck out to you? 
Ah, good question. Um, <laughs> Trey Burke. <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't expecting to see him play at all, bro. <laughs> Trey Burke. Um, nah, man, I was I was thoroughly impressed with the Mavs, man. Like, obviously, all eyes was on the Lakers. Uh, I was thoroughly impressed with the Mavericks. Um, I was also impressed with the Pelicans, although they they couldn't close it out yes. at the end. I'm, I've always been a, a fan of the Pelicans, bro, to just be a hundred with you um, mm-hmm. because of Zion, but also because of just the young core that they have over there. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, bro, I was, I was, I was pretty surprised that a player like Brandon Ingram was able to come out just firing, bro, on all cylinders. Um, I don't think Lonzo played that well. I can't really recall his game, I know he made some plays on the defensive side um, and some assists that were pretty, pretty poppy when Zion was mm. in the building. But yeah, bro, those those probably would be my most surprised um, teams. But I'm gonna always go back to the Lakers, man. The Lakers played a heck of a game, bro. They they wasn't uh, complacent with just playing a good game. They closed it out. And they put it in the hands of the man with the plan, Mr. LeBron James. Um, so, great performances by those guys. What about you? Um, I was – I can say I was surprised by the Pelicans. I am afraid for um, – I don't know the, name, the coaches. I forget the coach's name. I'm afraid for him, though, because – not playing Zion, oh, like it's got it better go right quick. I put it that way because everyone's starting to recognize their talent, and if they keep losing games, then they're gonna blame him. Even oh, though he hasn't had enough time to really do anything yet, he gotta start. He gotta start winning those. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I don't think it's fair, bro. How they how they're treating treating him, bro. Like. And, and by the way, shout out to my sissy, um, Big Reese in the building. Her birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday, sister. Um, but, um, yeah, bro, I don't think it's fair how they were treating him, bro, in the sense of, like, let the boy play, man. Like, I get what they trying to do, kind of, but you can't keep trying to protect that big man. He's, he's 9,000 yeah. pounds, man, of pure muscle, like. He came out and was and was firing on all cylinders. I, I mean, bro, how many points he had in like eight minutes? I can't remember. Plenty. He doesn't miss a lot. He exactly. And every single time they lose, bro. Well, the games that I've seen this year where they played him a little, they always lost like in the last few minutes. And it, in my opinion, bro, keep the boy in, man. You know what I mean, like. I don't know, man. What's your thoughts on that? Is do you think it makes sense that they're trying to protect his health, like, or is it something deeper going on that we just don't know about? Um, I'm, I was looking at the stats and the, the at the stat line for the game. I understand trying to keep him healthy. I get it. Um, I know he because he is the meal ticket of the NBA. Everybody's going to want to see him play. You know what I'm saying? So sprinkling him in is going to get people tuned in. Great. However, Zion played 15 minutes. I mean, everybody but one guy played more than that. I mean, that's not giving him a chance. You're not giving him a chance. You might as well not play him. Don't put me in at all. You can put me in for 15 minutes. I don't need to play. Fact. Just rest me. If you can only play 15 minutes, you can't play. That's not, that's not even like – that's barely a quarter, bro. What am I supposed uh, – uh, <laughs> I would literally, as, an, as, a, as a basketball player, I would rather play one 12-minute quarter in full than to play 15 minutes across the whole game. Oh, 100%. Now, Zion, thankfully, is a giant man, so he doesn't have to get a jump shot going or anything like that. But finding him on the floor – Setting up plays for him, flow of the offense, allowing him to find other players. None of that's going to happen if you're sprinkling him in five minutes, three minutes at a time. No. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's okay to either be honest with his abilities and say he can't play 
or let him blow his leg out and go Greg Oden. I mean, because, <laughs> I mean, if it's going to be that, it's going to be that. Yeah. I mean, you can't protect you know him, right? Like, you can't – I mean, he, you, you brought him on the team to ball. Let the boy ball. And I, I just checked the stats, too, of this game. They're actually getting blown out right now by the Clippers. Uh, 53 to 34. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, it looks like he's playing a lot right now. It's, it's t- he got 10 minutes, um, just short of the most on the team, uh, holiday. So it's, so, wait, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you let him get 15 minutes against the jazz. Great team, but the jazz. But you want to burn him out against the Clippers? Yeah. You're going to lose to the Clippers. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's Zion or not. Why are you – why wouldn't you put him in against the, the, the Jazz where you could win? Well, you lost by two points. Facts. That would have been the smart game. to me. I don't, I don't understand that. I don't get it. I'm not a coach, though, so I don't know. Maybe I don't know nothing. Bro, that would have been – that should have been the game that they put him in. Like, let that be his warm-up game and let the boy go off. But y'all gonna y'all gonna, y'all gonna y'all gonna put him on Kawhi Leonard. That's that's that makes more sense. Welcome back. <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> Poor guy. He's probably getting worked right now. Oh, worked, worked, bro. I think. Let's see. Kawhi Leonard Poor has guy. six. He has sixteen and thirteen minutes, bro. Paul George has eleven and nine. It's not looking good. Reggie what's, Jackson has eleven. See, that's sad because that means that nobody's even doing particularly well. Nobody's going off on the Clippers, and they're still just just washing. Like it's bad. Like that's bad. Yeah, that's pretty terrible, bro. Um, I think we should put a prayer in for the coaches of <laughs> the Pelicans, bro. As much as much as I know, the NBA would love to see a first round um, playoff series with the Lakers and. The Pelicans, it's not gonna happen, bro. It's no. it's not gonna happen. You might, I mean, we're probably most likely gonna see the Blazers. And oh, I'm uh, sorry, the um, the Grizzlies. It depends on who the who, it depends on who the Grizzlies have left. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Who do they? Because have I, the the Grizzlies are a, a great team, but I they they they'll get swept by the Lakers. The Grizzlies. They'll get swept. Yeah, they'll get swept. Yeah, they have no chance. Um, it'll be mm-hmm. some. It'll be some nice highlights by your boy. Oh yeah, um, it'll be fun. It'll be some nice highlights. And uh, Reese yeah. just mentioned Kawhi Leonard is a beast. I'm not gonna lie. She's a Lakers fan, so coming from a Lakers, she's a Cowboys fan. By the way, let's let's first make that. Um, a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> I'm sorry that you're a Cowboys fan, um, but. Yeah, they have they have no chance uh, against the Lakers. They have no chance against the yeah. Lakers. Um, they can't. You won't be able to close it out. No, no, no. I don't care if you scored forty, John Morant. He sure gonna get, look good though. You still get blown out by sixty by the Lakers. Um, okay. Let me stop, man. Um, let's see. So I don't know if anybody else is gonna comment. We've been on for an hour, bro. How do you feel, man? Anything else you want to talk about? Hey, man, I'm happy the league is back. Um, mark my words. I'm gonna let me just run it down for you, and you can do the same thing if you want. I'm gonna go to the standings right now. Okay. I'm gonna tell you how I see the playoffs. I'm gonna say how I see the playoffs playing out. Let's do it. Damian Lillard is going to lose his mind over the next seven games and sneak into the last spot. Over the Grizzlies? The, over the Grizzlies. Ooh. They're going to sneak in. I think the um, Mavericks will be in the seventh spot. I think Damian Lillard will up his trade stock even more, and the Lakers will win the first round in six games. I think the Blazers will get two out of that first round. I can see two. I think they'll get two. I think they'll get one buzzer beater, and I think the Lakers will fall asleep one game. <laughs> Facts. Um, I think the uh, Mavs will lose in seven games to the Clippers in the first round. 
because Kawhi Leonard or somebody clutch will steal that seventh game. Uh, I'm not going into three, four, or five because who knows? I never know what's going to happen down there. Um, I believe. Let's see. I think the I think the Lakers will sweep the Rockets in the second round. I think James Harden's going to have a lot of score, a lot of points, but it'll never quite be enough. I think it'll be two blowouts and three five, less than five point victories for the Lakers. I think the Clippers will – they'll probably go six games against the Thunder. Yeah, I'll say the Thunder because of Chris Paul. I think, they'll, I think they'll go six games against the Thunder. And then, yeah, it'll probably be the Clips and the Lakers in the conference finals. And which the Lakers will win in – I'll say six. I think the Lakers take the first game by – I think the Lakers take one game by a heavy margin, like by 10, 10 or more, and the Clippers never quite get right after that. I agree. I think I, – I totally agree, bro. I would even go as far as saying the Clippers might get the first one in like a, a last-minute two-point shot like the last game. But then the, the Lakers will figure it out, and it will be a wrap. Um, yep. Because as far as I'm concerned, if I'm not mistaken, they won't be playing them again until the playoffs. So that last game was – I don't imagine so. Yeah, that, I think that was their last game before the playoffs um, to the Western Conference Finals. So I can – I think that's a really good point, bro. Now, But now, honestly, looking at this – this uh, the standings were – the Clippers, I mean, uh, the Mavs and the Rockets, man, are fighting for that sixth spot. Right now, obviously, the, the Rockets are above them, but that changes things up, man, if the Clippers have to see the Rockets in the first round. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that changes things up, man. Because. And, and, and. The Mavericks can, and I will predict, they will beat the Nuggets. If they get into that sixth spot, they will beat the Nuggets. I'm telling you right now. No home court advantage, no travel, they'll beat the Nuggets. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you right now, that's my prediction. Yeah. That's that's for sure. That's for sure. I don't know how the Nuggets every year, bro, sneak up there, bro. Like, I, I, I know two players on their team – mostly every year, and <laughs> the rest of them are just rogue guys. Two and a half. Always sneak up there, man. The The Thunder did it this year, too. I, I don't think no one going into the season thought they'll be number five, literally. But Chris Paul is still a bad man. He's a People bad forget. man. People forget. Chris Paul is still a killer. He's a bad man. He's a bad man. Yeah, I think, uh, I think the Rockets, the Nuggets – and I think the Rockets and the Nuggets are going to be impacted the most by not having any home games. Maybe the Jazz, because nobody likes to play in um, in uh, Utah, because yeah, we know how that is. <laughs> and then the altitude for uh, for Denver, they don't get that advantage anymore. Mm. So that's going to be a factor. Um, and then in the East, obviously Jonas and them are going to probably run through whoever – the Nets don't have their stars, so they're going to get washed in the first round, no question. The Magic are a joke. They're going to get washed in the first round. Uh, the 76ers Ooh, are a 6 be a good. That's going to be a good game, the Celtics versus the Sixers. Is that what it is? One, eight, two, three. Yeah, Celtics. That's a horrible first round draw. I know. Horrible. <laughs> I know. You almost – you almost want the magic to creep ahead of the Sixers, bro. Uh-uh. Like, well, close. you want them to be ahead of the oh. Pacers, technically. Ah, now that can make a huge difference. Yeah. That would make a huge difference because then they would be, let's see. They're even right now, and then they would play the Heat instead of the Celtics. The Heat instead of the Celtics? You're right. The 76ers would play the Heat. Yo, shout out to Philly, man. When I was out in uh, Philly just a few months pre-corona, that was actually the the game I went to was the 76ers versus the Heat. And uh, the, won that game. The Heat won it in like, in like by two. It was like last second. Uh, 
Joel Embiid played horrible. Do you hear me? Like Yo, he usually does. For my words, he's not that good. <laughs> played horrible, but he um that would be a great first round. The East don't sleep on the East, yeah. man. Actually, looking at this, we we gotta <laughs> obviously not winning the finals, but don't sleep on the East. Their matchups are going to be interesting. Outside of yeah. the magics of the world and the Nets, I don't know. I want to see. I really would like to see the Sixers play the Heat in the first round because that's Jimmy Butler's old team. Oh, so that's a storyline. That's kind of that's kind of that's kind of touchy touchy. That's going to be some 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 smack talk in that series. Mm. Hey, yeah. look, let's add a little imagination there. The Bucks and the Nets. The the Bucks blow them out by eighty in the first in the first game. The Nets general management or our management get a call from Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant and say they want to rejoin the team. They come back, back and win in five. <laughs> How about Wild that for uh, for wow. a storyline? Hey, I um. I demand Kyrie Irving and this is the last thing I'm going to say. I demand Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant slander right now. The same way LeBron got all that slander uh, last season when he was hurt and they didn't make the playoffs. I want that energy. I want that same energy. I don't care if they didn't play. Kyrie played. Get him out of here. He's a bum. Just like you guys said LeBron was. I want the same energy. Bro, they, they won't. They'll be split up in the next two seasons. Like, before they even get going. That was a horrible, horrible match. Like, the minute I heard Kyrie and Kevin Durant, I'm like, why? Like, that's like putting hot sauce on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, bro. Like, Does it go to, it, They're too ego, man. I don't know if it's ego or if they're sensitivity or whatever it is, but they're, they're – they, no, man. Yeah. It's, but, uh, it's not a good mix. Let's put it like that. I'm excited for every single game of the rest of the season, man. I'm going to just keep tuned in. Please, everybody watching, mark, bookmark this. We'll, we'll keep this however you got to do it because my predictions, man, I'm just saying, man, I sometimes be right. That's all I'm saying is sometimes I'll be, I'll be right on point with it. I'll be right on point with it. So we'll see. My boy my boy definitely be having them, them, them uh, hot takes for sure. And he be, he be right. I ain't going to stunt. But I think we we both agree on this one. The Lakers, um, the Lakers in six against the Clips. But we don't know who's actually going to be the team they go against. But it's going to be Lakers. And I'm just mad, man, because we can't go to the uh, the parade. Like, hopefully. I know. Oh my God, bro! I'm so sad, bro. Oh, the oh, bro. I've been to. I went to rest in peace, Kobe and Gigi. That was the last time I was at Staples. I went to Staples for the Clippers versus the Magic. It just blew them out. And I'm in each time I was there, I'm like, man, I cannot wait to get back here for the parade. And we talked about this too. I told you if the Lakers went to the finals, I don't care how much the ticket is, I'm buying it. At least we gotta find a way. Bro, like I will I will take out 401k to go buy a yeah, ticket. Let's empty, I'm just empty out the savings a little bit. I'm cracking the piggy bank. I'm cracking the piggy bank, bro. You know what I mean? Because that's history in the making. And how many times can you honestly say I had the chance to go to a finals? You know what I mean? Wait, LeBron. Last, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, that's it. No, I'm saying the last time, and this is wow. The last time I went to Staples Center. Nipsey Hussle was performing at halftime of wow, the Clippers game. The Clippers game. When the LeBron that was the last game LeBron played in Cleveland against the Clippers. Whoa. Then he came to LA the next year. That was the last time I went. Whoa. Seeing I was by myself. Whoa. All the bro, all the only all time of I that. ever seen him perform, he brought out YG. Wow. He had the hustle. The hustle uh blue blue jersey on. Clippers. Yep. Wow. Yep. They gave away Smith, a Clippers jersey. It was crazy. It was super dope. I got good seats, and I got to see LeBron get washed by the Clippers back then because he was still on the whack uh, Cavaliers. Wow. But, Bruh. Who would have thought, man? 
That's actually legendary, bro. That's legendary. Shout out, uh, rest in peace, Nip, man. Um, had a chance to go to the funeral at the Staples Center. My boy Q was supposed to come with me, um, but we won't. We won't talk about the politics on <laughs> on that situation. I got my man. St- you still got the book, I'm sure, right? You know I do. I can get it right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, man, this NBA season is going to be great once again. Uh, shout out to all the players that sacrificed um, their health yeah. and their well-being just to just to go out there, man, and try to make a statement in this weird time. So um, I definitely don't want that to go unnoticed. We as fans uh, truly do appreciate you guys, and um, I can speak for myself. I'm sure other people could say the same. If there was no NBA season because of everything that's going on, I would be okay with it because of obvious reasons, right? Uh, So once again, shout out to all the players out there, man, that's risking their um, their well-beings and and not really risking their well-beings because the NBA is doing such a fantastic job at keeping everybody safe, um, but feeling the the, uh, urge to get out there for us fans. So we will continue to uh, talk about these things as the season go on. Uh, once again, if you didn't know, I'll say it once again, the podcast, When We Relate, is for normal people like you and me to just have a platform to talk about everything. Today, we talked about the NBA. Uh, prior episodes, we talked about strictly social uh, injustice and, and just things of that nature. Um, and we will continue to have these conversations if you are someone you know would love to be on the show, please hit us up, either myself or my man's Q. We are always welcome to guests um, on the shows. We will continue to have these on Facebook Live every now and then. I like this platform, bro. How you? What you think of, of the Facebook Live joint, man? Like it. I like it. I want to hear what the people got to say about it, but I love it. It seems to be... Perfect, man. It's the perfect way to kind of go back. I love the interludes and the videos, man. Like, I'm all for it. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, the production is is something that I got to shout out um, YouTube for because they definitely helped your boy uh, learn how to do these <laughs> things. <laughs> um, oh, and I got to send this quick shout out. My, my mom actually has a conference um, coming up. It'll be a virtual conference um, on September wow. 3rd and 4th. Uh, here in California, streaming from California. Uh, tickets are on sale right now on her website, LatikaWiley.com. Um, it's going to be great. She got a few speakers coming from uh, pretty much all over the world. Uh, when I say the world, majority just in the Midwest, uh, but still the world. Um, they'll be coming out to join us uh, for that conference. I'll definitely let you guys know a little bit more about that. But once again, my man. Q, Quinn Max, thank you, my brother, for joining me as always, man. Um, thank you guys for joining the When We Relate podcast. I'm your host, Will Inspire. We out. Hey, 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 thank you for listening to the show. Um, I honestly, truly, truly, truly do appreciate you taking the time out to listen to my thoughts, listen to these conversations. And um, honestly, without you guys, without you actually taking the time out to listen, this show would be nothing. Truly, it would be just me talking to myself. So I got a huge favor that I want to ask you. I know we're just now getting to know each other, even if we knew each other for a while. Act like we're just not going to know each other. Here's the thing. Uh, In order for this show to reach the goals that we honestly want it to reach, like I want this show to hit millions, millions, millions of people. uh, But more importantly, I want that right person, that one person that really need that extra push, that extra encouragement to listen in on the show and um, hopefully change the scope of their entire life. So. With that said, whether you're listening on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or iTunes and Podcasts, they're the same. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, okay, 
I need you to subscribe. I need you to share this. I need you to like it. I need you to write a review. If you heard something that we talked about that you honestly loved and it helped you in some type of way or sparked something in you, leave that into the review section. Um, I'm 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 a regular podcast listener myself, so I know the first thing I do is I I pull up a podcast. And sometimes I'm not going to lie, I jump on to see how many reviews they have, um, who's reviewing them, what people are saying, because I want to make sure this is what I want to listen to. So, again, in order for that to be the same for a new listener, um, it's going to take somebody like you. Yes, you, you listening right now. So hop on, subscribe. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Um, And let's continue to support each other. Let's get it.